Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. We start the bowl season tonight with the Myrtle Beach Bowl. There are still 30 bowl games, although by the latest count, 13 bowl games have been canceled. This is your Morning Buzzcast for Monday, December 21st. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcor. Hope everybody had a good weekend and is heading into the holiday weekend feeling good and feeling safe and feeling healthy. A couple of things to know. 30,000 fans yesterday at AT&T Stadium for the Cowboys game against the 49ers. And that leads into our lead story because the CFP selected their final four. Number one, Alabama will play number four Notre Dame in the Rose Bowl game presented by Capital One on January 1st at 4 p.m., followed by number two Clemson and number three Ohio State in the All-State Sugar Bowl at 8 p.m. on January 1st. Both of those games, of course, will be on ESPN. Now, the connection to the Rose Bowl and Dallas, well, it's because over the weekend, the CFP moved the Rose Bowl game from Pasadena to AT&T Stadium, and yesterday officials said rather than having Alabama play closer to home in New Orleans, they chose to put the Crimson Tide in the Rose Bowl game, which was moved to AT&T Stadium in Arlington because of the growing number of COVID cases in Southern California, along with the inability for players and coaches' families to attend because of state restrictions during the pandemic. So CFP officials said the decision was made to reward the number one team, Alabama, with the opportunity to play in front of the most fans possible since only 3,000 fans will be allowed in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium versus more than 16,000, which will be allowed at AT&T Stadium. And that could even increase. Now, representatives of the Rose Bowl were rebuffed in their two appeals to state health officials to allow up to 500 spectators to attend the Rose Bowl game in Pasadena. Now, what is yet to be determined is whether the relocated game will be called the Rose Bowl game presented by Capital One because the city of Pasadena would need to sign off on another entity using the Rose Bowl name. That's according to the LA Times. So that's the story to watch. Will the game be called the Rose Bowl if it's played in AT&T Stadium? So some interesting takeaways from the Final Four CFP. Let's shift to hockey because the NHL and the NHLPA last night formally approved a 56-game regular season that will begin on January 13th. Training camps for all the teams open in two weeks. It'll be a 56-game season played in just 116 days. So that is a very tight, truncated schedule, nearly one game for every two days. There is still a lot of work to be done. The plan right now is to play in all NHL arenas where possible, but the issue remains unresolved in Canada. We've talked a lot about this on the Buzzcast. But the NHL and the NHLPA are still hoping to reach a deal with the five provincial health authorities who have jurisdiction on whether NHL games can be played in British Columbia, 
Alberta, Manitoba, Ontario, and Quebec. No deal is done right now. Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly is taking the lead on these negotiations with the provinces. If no deal is reached, the NHL could be forced to move the seven Canadian teams to a hybrid hub in Canada, likely in Edmonton, or they could move the teams into the United States to play at U.S.-based arenas. So the Canadian situation still not resolved. Now, the deal ratified yesterday does give NHL players the ability to opt out of participating this season. So we're going to want to keep an eye how many NHL players decide to opt out. And it also includes the creation of taxi squads of up to six players that will, of course, provide additional depth and additional insurance in case of COVID outbreaks. But the NHL and NHLPA moving fast to start the season on January 13th. This deal closed late on Friday, but it is noteworthy because... Ryan Smith closed his deal to buy the Utah Jazz from the Miller family. The deal also includes the Vivent Arena, the NBA G League Salt Lake City Stars, and management operations of the AAA PCL team, the Salt Lake Bees. All that, all those entities went for $1.66 billion. Now, of course, Ryan Smith, a tech billionaire, longtime jazz fan, he's going to be an interesting owner to watch. He brought on a pair of minority investors. He announced them on Friday. And of course, the outgoing owners, the Miller family, will also maintain a minority share in the team. Smith said on Friday he's had conversations with Clippers owner Steve Ballmer and Mavericks owner Mark Cuban to try to get a lay of the land. He says he's trying to figure out what kind of owner he is going to be, but he did not see any need for any major immediate changes to the organization. He also indicated that it's still likely he will purchase the MLS team, Real Salt Lake. He is still in negotiations with outgoing owner Deloy Hansen about buying the MLS team. And I want to end with this story because I found it very interesting. As we've talked about on the Buzzcast, University of Georgia Athletic Director Greg McGarity is leaving his position. He acknowledged in an interview with the Atlanta Journal-Constitution over the weekend that there has never been a period in college athletics with so many varied and critical situations to be handled. And he said that as Georgia looks to succeed him, he really believes the school must pick a seasoned veteran of athletics administration to succeed him. He says that whoever takes over at Georgia needs to have strong understanding of the inner workings and processes of the Power Five athletic conferences. He also indicated they really need to know the issues around name, image, and likeness, enforcement, compliance, and that there's no learning curve right now in intercollegiate athletics. Interestingly, right now, Senior Deputy Athletic Director Josh Brooks will temporarily succeed McGarity and has applied for the job. Meanwhile, University of Virginia Athletic Director Carla Williams, who has worked with McGarity in the past, effectively withdrew her name from consideration on Friday, saying she is very happy at the University of Virginia and loyal to that institution and plans on staying at Virginia. So I do believe the opening at Georgia will be one of the most watched and talked about openings and intercollegiate athletics, and I do believe McGarity's comments reflect interestingly on the ACC's selection of Jim Phillips to be their next commissioner, because early on in the process,
process, it was really understood that the ACC Board of Chancellors and Presidents were looking for a seasoned sports business executive from the professional ranks, not so much from intercollegiate athletics. But as the world of intercollegiate athletics has become far more complicated in just the past year, sources told me that the board had a change of heart and really focused on someone from intercollegiate athletics who understand the issues and wouldn't have any learning curve like McGarity noted. So another trend to be keeping your eye on in college sports. So that is your morning buzzcast for Monday, December 21st, starting of a holiday week. Hope everybody has a safe and happy holiday. I'm Abe Madcore. I'll be taking a few days off over the next couple of days. I'll talk to you again next week on Buzzcast. Have a happy holiday, everybody. Be safe, be healthy, be good to each other, and I'll talk to you again next week. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.